Yeah, when the tires melt and go on out. Might have to put it in four wheel drive. Hey there again. Uh, thanks for joining me. It's Fred here again. We're going on one of my walks. And thanks for taking the time to spend with me. I have a friend here with me today. His name is Dale. And uh, so you'll probably hear him chirping up along the way and who knows what will happen. But basically, we've come out into the interior of the islands more, into an area which has been cut over, uh, you know, through the act of logging over the brief history in the last hundred years or so. And so we're looking at different stages of forest and uh, we're going down these logging roads. And of course there are areas which are still wild. And, uh, but what we're seeing is um, this forest right up, uh, this is the Christmas, sorry, no, not Christmas, but New Year's Eve day and it will soon be 2018. So this is the last day of 2017 and me and my buddy Dale are just kinda enjoying ourselves out here. We have a great dusting of snow and we're getting the opportunity to do a bit of snow tracking. So we're gonna be just doing that. We're just enjoying ourselves, no stress, except for we need to go into four wheel drive right now because we're slipping, it's all icy. And I got these lame tires. Ooh. So the reason I stopped was uh, grab that battery. Yeah, thanks. No the, problem. The reason I stopped was because uh, we're now following basically Martin tracks up this this snow-covered logging road. And the tires are slipping, and we're just following that track. Everything's covered in snow. It's a regenerative forest that's further along than some of the other ones we've been talking about. These forests here. Maybe 70 years old up to since they were earlier cut and so they're getting larger um, we're just guessing at that that age actually that is the age the some of this has been cut twice okay starting four years ago they, they started harvesting areas in here that were logged in the late, late 1950s late 1950s where are we Dale where are we we're right alongside the Mammon River, we just crossed the, the bridge, and we're right in an area where the Mammon is, is eating away underneath these alder trees on the edge of the road. Okay. So uh, Yeah, I can see that. Wow. Uh, Ooh, a, just hit a frick. I don't want to do that with my new paint. Okay. There's a salmon, un, a salmon Unlimited type uh, group here out of the north end that's spending money trying to fix this area up for, this, for the salmon. Yeah. Uh, and... I can hear you. It's, it's, it'll be interesting to see whether they can cover an area like that where it's going to look. How do you mean? Uh, once a river gets undercutting in, in into a soft bank, bank like this, that's artificial, that's been put there when we built the road. Okay. It's going, it'll undercut the bottom, there's nothing to hold it, it'll hit and the trees that are on it will all slide into the river. Well, and you get a lot of sedimentation. Doesn't that happen naturally? It happens naturally, but it's, it, the problem is that would eliminate this road. Okay. So this entire valley. So this road's basically already changed the course of the watershed. No, but the but it, it was Impacted built. To, it. it was built close enough to the edge of the river that it left the river with no defenses. Right. When it floods. Sure. So it's eaten away. Okay. Um, but the road goes another 16 miles. Sure. Right? It's pretty lumpy in here. We don't really have the greatest tires, so I'm happy. We were just talking before we got started here. I'm happy to have. Um, this dusting of snow covering all the sharp rocks on the logging road. 
because my tires aren't the best for this kind of action. This is a 94 uh, Ford uh, 150 um, with really great original paint on it, which I just recently got. It's a seafoam green, blue kind of, and uh, it's just a give. It's just got the perfect paint, so I just don't want to wreck it, and I know it's going to get thrashed. Okay, now when we pass this junction. We're yep. about one and a half on Mammoth. Which now, way? You'll be the first track. Am I going right or left? You keep going straight, see the tracks up there? Oh, okay. So Go now, that way. Okay. I just want to describe what we're trying to do now. So essentially, we've come up, you know, into a successively narrower set of logging roads uh, to a place where um, now there's no more uh, vehicle tracks. So we're basically, it's like skiing fresh powder. And so... Um, from a tracker's perspective, if you're just having fun, like we were talking about before, have about tracking and maybe getting in more into that and how to how to appreciate it, well, this is one of the ways. So we're, we're, we're just gonna slowly drive in at the beginning. And like right now in front of us, we can see clearly, we have about uh, an eight foot wide road and then it's forested right up the sides, but it's clear enough for us to drive fresh powder about two inches deep. And there's fresh Martin tracks, which is basically what we're after. So this, so then we're gonna just keep looking around while we're slowly following these Martin tracks. See, he's just—he's not in any kind of a hurry here. Look, he's gone in a yeah. straight line. Now he's done a great big circle here on the road. He's yeah. Oh, he just comes back here. Yeah. He comes back a little bit. Yeah, and he's just—he st stood there and circled around a bit. See, yeah, in front of us. And he does the same thing further yeah. up the road, about 50 feet, I think. This one's, this one's, this one's a little bigger than the one we were uh, tracking in our last episode. And but the thing is, um, these are better conditions. So those last ones, it was fun to go out there. But the one thing we see here is solely the Martin tracks. I've yet to see squirrels. Okay, what's this? Crossing the highway right here. Not our highway, but you know what? I mean. Ooh, that's another Martin. Okay, so this is an intersecting trail. See, Dale? Yeah, there's, um, see, it joins yeah. here. There's one on each, and then it splits yeah. right ahead of us. Yeah. Okay, well, okay there's two here now. Uh, hey, well, let's just put it in four wheel. Can you, or I'll do it. No, you got to do it because do I don't want to hold it neutral. What do you need the touch? Just go hubs? and turn the hubs. Oh, You'll okay. see it. It'll see. Oh, uh, I know how to turn hubs. It's just been years since I've seen a truck that had hubs. I know, it's an old truck. But it's an, it's, it's an old truck, but... Um, I guess an old guy had it or something before, and, you know, sitting in the garage or whatever, and then uh, eventually gets sold, and then I got it, and then, um, you know, it's the best truck I ever had. Most of my trucks have been... Okay, the hubs are in, friend. Yeah, anyways. I'm just going to go backwards first. Right in. Yeah, so anyways, we're coming across, we're just still following... The thing is, I don't see any prey. Do you see? Do you see? Not any? yet. Not yeah. yet. So this, like the oh, this is so much. That's but something. We've got two. We've got two otter here. Otter? Or sorry, uh, oh. Martin goes yeah. still going the same way. Think of this though, Dale. Let's just think about this for a minute. These otter, these um, Mar Martins are so into this place and dominant. I don't see any prey. Sign of. I don't see squirrels. I don't see mice. I don't see shrews. Not yet. I didn't even see birds. So yeah, I know. So this is their spot, remember? Because they yeah. got this intersecting spot, and just like that other place that we were at, you guys, on the last episode, remember they they were coming kind of in and out of the um, 
the ditches where there's water and then there was thickets beside it. It's the same conditions here, only this is bigger. This is bigger. The forest is a lot bigger than the last episode. And the water courses along the side of the road are a little more extreme with um, lots of structure, uh, lots of downed sort of branches and plants before you enter into the forest anyways. Getting a left here. Now if we just stay on this road. So we've got about a kilometer, let's say, and let's just, this is 75, okay? Let's see how long we can follow okay, this. Okay, something across there. Stop for a sec. Something else. Now look behind you. Well, Take some prey across the road. Another one. But it's another one, but it, but it crosses here. That's a different, smaller one. But and it goes over that way. Yeah. So that's a similar to what we just crossed over. See, these. This is what I'm saying. This is a Martin dominant site. Okay. And look at the interface here. Right. There's a lot of edge environment. Yeah, because you've got another road that cuts, and this is a, this is a steep to about a thousand foot. Uh, what is that? Ninety-five percent. It's really steep on this side, and then the other side's flat, a hundred yards to the Mammoth River. Yeah. Forested heavily on both sides with a, with a Y with a road going through that joins again back down there. Uh -huh. So you've got double edges there. Yeah. Is that what you think they're like? Well, complexity is essentially one way to look at it. So there's structural complexity here and uh, with um, benefits for biodiversity. Uh, let's just move and keep following. We're going further. So I'm saying we went a kilometer already. Let's check our mileage and see how far we can maybe follow this guy. Either he goes a long way or he turns off the road. Okay, it's uh, I got 75.1. So. There's another opening about three quarters of a kilometer up here. Okay, so we're just going to go faster and we're following this. This guy is just trucking up the road. And, we're, and so for as long as I'm driving now, we're following these Martin tracks, okay? So you can kind of gauge just by listening to the vehicle. We're going uh, 20 kilometers an hour. And uh, I can see these Martin tracks just going way up the road ahead of me. And so, you know, that's an interesting thing to note that you can really travel, right? And this is an example of that. And there's another one crossing here. And I've yet to see a squirrel print in any of this, right? No, there's been nothing but Martin. So this guy's cruising around. He's probably eaten or terrified a lot of these squirrels. And there, here's another crossing. Interesting example of their movements because. 
because um, I'm actually monitoring the distance here with my truck odometer, and we're just I'm just straddling the track now, we're just cruising along. Oh, he did something here. No, that was something else. He's still moving. Maybe we're chasing him. <laughs> I don't think so. These tracks aren't that fresh. Well, maybe they. No, they're filled in a bit. That was a joke. Hey, Dale, do you mind helping me out here and describe what you see? Okay. Just around the surroundings, our surroundings. We're up to about three on the on the Mammon River Valley. Uh, on the left-hand side of the truck, we've got a steep hillside. 55 year old, 150 Ooh. foot tall sequa spruce. It's an alluvial floodplain. We had big floods here this winter and we're just crossing a bit Ooh. of a I don't know how slide that came out of the road. How, how wet is this? I don't know how good my four drive is. It's not a problem. All right. It's not Some a big. There's just this one where I've been over this here. a dozen times. That's a deep one right there, man. I don't know how good the suspension really but is. There's, there's sloughs coming from this. The top side, halfway out of the road, that are you know two feet high of, of shale rock. What's that? What's that right there? That's a washout. Yeah, it's just washed out from that flood that we had this you know yeah, couple months ago. Got sharp rocks. Nobody, the, nobody's working out here, so nobody's come out and cleaned yeah. the ditches, maintained the roads. I know, but if these are thin tires. I just want to get stuck out here. You won't get stuck. Not until we. There's another four kilometers. That's no. That'll never happen. That's never happened. Are we still seeing uh, the that's tracks? What just looking for. Looks like the tracks have turned off. It's okay right now. What is this? Left and right along your side there. This is uh, seven five. But see, oh, that's this, another kilometer. So that's this a couple is the, kilometers. But right ahead of us is the opening where they. This was. This has been logged twice. Okay. This, this fresh clear cut in front of us was logged about four, three years ago. Okay. So yeah, I'm looking up now. What Dale's telling me instead of let the snow. And I'm seeing a clear cut here. Uh, oh gosh, you can see through the canopy. I'm just going to sit here before we even get out there because it's always an interesting. Uh, I'm really into peripheral edge ecology, and, and whenever you have an opening and an edge environment, um, you have this complex of structure which is dramatic sometimes and often. This um, is provides... really, really heavily affected by wind. You'll see all the wind they call wind throw now, blow yeah, down. Yeah. All these trees, both sides of the road. From the because this is this was a 55 year old forest that was they that they took out but the boundaries are still that you know those young trees and they're right. not tied together so they tend to blow over so you know basically an open clear-cut environment with a sheer straight edge the vertical face of the trees are uh, you know in a linear environment and they're providing themselves uh, at angles to the wind of all kinds but it's basically open so whenever there's a big wind hits the side of this open face of forest, it blows trees down, right? Creates uh, some, some what we call blowdown. Anyways, now we're coming out of the forest and into the clear cut. Can you describe this for me, Dale? Because I'm tired. I've, I'll talk to the other stuff. Uh, this, this would have been 2014 that it was harvested. It was harvested oh, in 1958 oh. the first time. Keep going. You see some cracks there? You keep talking for a second. I'm going to okay. um, tell these people, please. And we're, we're looking up the valley on the far side. Uh, on the far side of the river, there's a uh, just a clear line all the way along that's the back line that is the second growth spruce that's coming up from, from when it was harvested in the late 50s. It's already 160 feet high and 3 feet in diameter. Uh, 
and what where we are you can see the stumps from the original harvest of the 800 year old trees that are you know 16 feet across more martins bigger and, ones and a few uh, the planting is coming up through the stumps uh, of the forest that was cut down pretty five years old where are we at here in Sunapsis? So basically, I was out looking at the other interesting part here is this this was all good chanterelle ground and will be again in 20 years. Uh, Look at those stumps, holy crap. In the fall, I'm here for usually for two months of the year picking chanterelles in this valley. It's a it's quite a lucrative food producing area. I came um, in on the side, so I'm going to add it with that. There's a, um, also big sword ferns and big stumps and all this kind of stuff. This is an outside perspective all of a sudden. Okay, go ahead. You see all the planting with Cinca spruce? Yeah, I can see that. And all those ones with double tops, those are the deer browsing. See, see how the shape of Oh, that? I know, I can That's see that. the deer browsing. So what we're talking about here is you can envision a Christmas tree lot or whatever and look at all those Christmas trees. The other thing is you got weird shapes. Some of them can't even grow high enough because the deer are so overstressed by eating everything else that's available that they, in fact, also eat spruce. In the so, tender time of the year, you know, when the spruce turns that fluorescent the greenish color when it's when it's young. I know exactly the time, they, Dale. That's, that, when, that's, that's what, when your that's son when gets, yeah, that's Dale's when he gets, son gets the spruce tips and makes the spruce tip beer that he makes so well. Sorry. Yes, but that's, that's exactly the, that's the time of the year it's edible. The rest of the time right. of the year, it'll pull holes time. in your mouth if you try to Again, Martin Trap. Oh, that's a deer. This is beautiful, actually, but I'm also just going to look up. I think it's kind of fun to have two perspectives here because there's so much going on. Uh, it's like a tag team effort. I'm looking up on the hillside, and I'm seeing a forest that's regenerated from previous logging, and it's all covered in snow with mist covered, like low, misty clouds. Now I'm looking straight into a, um, like a forest fragment, which has uh, a vertical face of about, I would say, 110 feet at some places. I'm not sure. How tall would you say that is? I would scale? say more like 140 to 150. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was just too scared to say it. But anyways, that vertical face just cruises along here at the edge of the clear cut. We're entering into it now. But again, that that forest itself—that's uh, a second or third growth forest, eh, Dale? This is this will be the, uh, that'll be third second growth that's standing there, and third growth the baby trees coming up here. Yeah. But ones. that those trees there—that's already 1,350, 1,400 cubic meters per hectare. Yeah, but nobody that we're talking to even knows what that means. What that means is a cubic meter is the There's same. There's tracks here. That's why I stopped. A cubic meter is the amount of wood that's in the average telephone pole. So, okay. if it, so if there's 1,300 cubic meters per hectare, a hectare is 2.2 acres. Yes. Uh, that means that there'd be 1,300 telephone poles in that in that space. So it's a very thick forest, uh, and it has a higher volume than the than it will have when it's when it's older. Okay. Um, as the the strong basically get bigger and the the weak die, and then the, okay. So why would what's that? Why is that important? Well, if if you don't end up with a multi multi-age multi-structured forest you end up with a monoculture you end up with a, the same amount of animal diversity bird diversity it doesn't meet all the needs of the original forest well no what well, it's in a quite perfect, a bit different than an original forest i would think in in a perfect world you have a kind of all stages of the forest at the same time we're back now we're i'm just going to interrupt we're straddling big prints here okay it just turned off okay, i kind of promised fred when we left my place and if we come out here we'd probably find a couple of bear paths uh, I, yeah, I was talking about that earlier, yeah, actually, I, and then I, he happened to say that. He I knew we'd see something. Martin, but I didn't realize that the Martin would be so dominant. But so far, we've probably crossed uh, eight or ten Martin at least. 
and one of them for a couple of kilometers, and nothing, Ooh, nothing more here. else Look really. More. Oh no, those aren't. Those are squirrels. <laughs> okay, a squirrel finally. So we're, we're not seeing martens. We're seeing squirrels. They're, that's the first squirrel prints I've seen. Believe it or not, through this whole episode along this line. And this is really good squirrel country. Yeah, there's squirrels there too. All in here. Okay. So I mean, I'm assuming that the martens. I know this conversation's shifting around, but that's the way it goes. I'm assuming um, that the martens are eating squirrels, right? There's squirrels here. So what we're seeing all the martin tracks. We're not seeing the squirrel tracks. Yeah, when we find squirrel tracks, you don't see any martin tracks. But what's <laughs> what? Are, what crossed here? With that, la the, with the earlier episode. There's, there's your martin again, isn't he? Yeah. The earlier, yeah. There's, there's some activity here. So the earlier episode, um, there was squirrel. Oh, 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 that's just deer. Spooked <laughs> that's two deer. Me too. <laughs> nice jump. So we just had a couple of deers just jump out at us, so like at close distance, and they're dark little guys. Look at that. Yeah. That's and that just kind of freaked us out. He just gave us a spike. That's a pretty fresh trail. Yeah, but... And again, it goes way out in front of us. Yeah, that's more. Okay. Yeah. That's two of them. They're going together. Yeah. Or unless he's coming back. Hang on. Um, I don't know. Whatever. There's two tracks. Right, uh, right as if they're yeah. either right head either. to tail or the yeah. same guy going both ways. I'm just not jumping out yet. I'm going to keep going up this they're road. They're separate there. Okay, well, um, let's see now. That's been, that's, uh, thanks a lot for joining us on this. Um, again, this is the first time I brought a friend in with, the, with me, and I want to thank you, Dale, for joining me. No problem. Um, I'm gonna, I'd like to ask, ask you back if you're up for it. Oh, sure. Okay, that's awesome, because um, I just sprung this on him, right? So I didn't even know I was doing it myself. Like most of these episodes, they just happen. Okay, so thanks again for bearing with us if you have. I appreciate you doing that, and thanks for being kind to my friend. Be good to yourselves and everyone around you, and thanks again. Thank you.